Alright. It only took us three years, but we're back. Welcome to... I'll be the judge of that, which is a debatable name, apparently, because my counterpartner over here, Evan, what's up, uh, thinks it should be called Hot Topics with like Z at the end or something, something edgy. I don't agree, which kind of brought us to this point of making this podcast in the first place. Hot Topics with an X. Hot Topics. Yeah, so hot topics, topos, even. Top, hot Topics. Well, the, the, you know, for those who don't know, the reason this podcast got started was Evan and I are, you know, we're best friends. However, we just disagree on absolutely everything. Um, it can literally be anything, but we disagree. So the premise of the podcast, the way I see it, is that we each come with five topics or debatable things and we discuss the topic. So I think a perfect example of a topic is like, can you save a parking spot? Right. And are we gonna go? We're gonna go with that. Well, because I I think that you tell me why. Tell me why. I think that's a perfect example of a topic because it's one where whatever position you're in, you think is the right answer. Like if I show up to a parking lot and it's crowded and someone's standing in a spot saving it, I would lose my mind and say, you can't do that. But if they're saving it for you... Right, if I was going to a parking lot and, like, you were coming from out of town and, like, I was like, oh, follow me and blah, 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 and I got there a minute earlier, I would be like, I'm saving the spot. So that's an example of a topic. And we're supposed to come with five each week, month, year. We don't really know if there's going to be a cadence. (laughs) Every five years. Every five years. We come with five topics. But a lot of these are born from stories, right? They're, For sure. they're born from situations that you were in or I was in or somebody else's and we heard about it and we go and we were like, you know, people are disagreeing now about this. Right, exactly. Okay, so you have you have your five for week one? Of course I have my five. Also, Cole's the host of the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> All right, who goes first? Well, I I, I kinda like the banter. You know, the, the, that was my favorite part of the last podcast. Contrary to that, you hate the banter. Yeah. You say, I already talked to you too much outside of this. I don't need to talk to you on this. Hit the topics. Give me your thoughts. Let's move on. I want to go home and eat. I think we should come with our list and move through them methodically. We've, we've talked enough outside of the podcast. Well, you, you, just keep in mind, when you do share your topic, you got to share the story because the story is the best part. Okay. So, kick it off there, Capitan. Okay. The first topic I have is when does it become rude to honk at someone who doesn't go when the light turns green? Like, you have a grace period of a little bit of time, I think. Did you get honked at? I've been honked at a lot, and I've also been the honker a lot. I think it matters of what you're doing. So if I'm sitting there on my phone, and I I feel guilty, you know? Immediately feel guilty. I agree 100%. You know, I shouldn't be paying attention. Like, let's, let's get to it. And when I'm behind and I see somebody on the phone, sometimes I hit the honk and it's red. Just let them know, hey, don't, don't go on the phone. phone yeah. Even though I'm probably on my phone, looked up at them and saw that they were on their phone, hit the horn. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, two wrongs end up making a right in this situation. So if the light turns green and you see me, like, in a passionate conversation with someone in the passenger seat. There's a grace period. Mm-hmm. There's a grace period. You got a couple seconds? You get, you get a couple second, a couple second grace period. Right. Well, it also depends what I'm doing. So, for example, there's one time. I drank one of those MCT oil with protein coffees. Mm-hmm. I was in a rush to go home. Right? <laughs> I uh, needed to be home. I finished uh, up surfing, got in the car, <laughs> pounded this coffee. I was specifically told, do not pound this coffee. It will make you really have to go to the bathroom. And if anybody's tried some MCT oil and protein in coffee, you will know that this is just screaming as a laxative. Pound the coffee, driving home. All right, no big deal. I know I'm exactly eight minutes away, okay? All of a sudden, I'm at this light, and it just hits me. My knuckles turn white, and I'm st- squeezing with all my might at the steering wheel. I'm like, I need to get home now. Light turned green. I mean, without missing a beat, I'm leaning on the horn. No grace period. Zero grace period. So you think it depends on what's going on in your life as the honker, if you can... Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if I'm in a rush, what if somebody's pregnant? Go. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it also changes what location you're in, right? Uh-huh. So in New York, you honk because it's just like, that's like people saying, what's up? It's like the, 
bam, bam, you know, hey. But in, so if in, someone's on their phone, they get no seconds. If they're in a passionate conversation, they get like three seconds. But if you have to go to the bathroom, no matter what they're doing, they get no time. That's correct. <laughs> That's correct. Okay. You all have to listen to my rules uh-huh. when I have to go to the bathroom. Not that I have these issues like often. What's your recourse when you get honked at? Do you give the wave? Do you get confrontational? I, 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 there's, there's, I'll be completely honest. My ego's hurt a little bit, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like they're honking at me and, and it turns to like, you know, from like, oh my God, like I messed up to immediate rage and anger. (laughs) There was this one time, I kid you not, I got so angry at the person behind me for honking, even though it was my fault for not going, I didn't go at all. Stop, stayed at the green light. Taught them a lesson. <laughs> I've, I've never gotten to a confrontation like that on the road. I mean, what if somebody get like you see those videos of people getting out of the cars and stuff? Yeah, that's not that me. happens. Yeah. I'm done. My windows are up. Yeah, I am done. I'm not that guy at all. <laughs> to get out of your car and start uh-huh. screaming. Do you see the light turn green? Well, that's when you start thinking like that's some, that's you know they've got a lot going on in their in the situation. But like I said, I think that the location matters because in San Diego, I feel like things are just slower. You know, light turns green, it's okay. We're much quicker to honk in LA. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So, question for you. This is your topic? This is my topic. All right, let's hear your first topic. So, this goes back to the conversation we were having with Lindsay the other night. Can you be honest when someone ends a conversation with, let's grab drinks sometime? Can you actually say, like, yeah, yeah, that's just not going to happen. Right, I have no interest in doing that. Right, yeah. Like, can you can you do, I mean, you're, you're cutting to the chase, right? And, like, so, okay, so the situation is, easy easy examples, you know, we have a, a girlfriend of ours that we haven't seen in a very long time. We saw her the other night, hey, let's catch up, let's grab drinks, sure, like, let's do this, let's put it in the calendar, it's supposed to be, like, this last night or something, and I blew it, like, I don't know what happened, and... Now I'm like, all right, January, it's going to happen. Put it in the calendar. She's actually someone I want to catch up with. Right. But there's people that are like, oh my God, like totally. And last night I saw it happen and I've never seen something like that. I'm walking out. I'm walking downstairs with my buddy last night and we bump into another friend of his. The guy's like, oh my God, you live here? He goes, no, I was just at my friend's place and kept walking. Mm Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, what? Nick, I haven't seen you in so long. Right. And he just kept walking. <laughs> and, and the door shuts. He goes, I hate that. <laughs> and I go, no, uh-huh. couldn't tell. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, that was amazing. Right. Can you do it? Yes. Should you do it? I don't think there's any advantage. It's so easy just to say, let's get drinks sometimes. If the other person knows also it's never going to happen. Like... If but that's ever, it's the white lie, right? Yeah. Like, if you ever have, like, a last day of something and there's the person you don't like, but you guys were together for a while, like, you were working together or on a trip together or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah. It's, I'd love to... Well, I'd love to do this. Yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. Me too. And then... I say let's Why connect. would you be like, no, I don't want to? Because it's just like... Just to be honest. Just, can you do it? Yes. I, I just... There's no advantage. I'm going to keep you, lying with it. But what if they keep calling <laughs> <laughs> that's the I, I always say let's connect later little do they know I have no Facebook no Instagram right no, right nothing they can't right. they can't find me change my number yeah that times. brings up a better because because if you get asked like three times and you realize that one person actually does want to meet up and you have no interest at some point then you have to say oh so you think it's nicer to lead them on <laughs> to then just destroy them I think that you have to go into it assuming that neither of you want to do this let's grab yours right Hey, let's graduate. I mean, if you want to do that, you can text the other person and they can say yes. If somebody did it to you, though, if you were like, hey, let's grab drinks next week, and, and they're like, they, honestly, like, probably not. Like, I, you know, like, uh-huh. next week, I don't even know if I'm doing anything. Would you but, prefer that or you texting them like two or three times and then being like, yeah, let's do it, but then nothing ever happening? I think it would, it would get to the point of our relationship, like, in whatever friendship we have, much quicker. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, mm-hmm. they're not getting my Christmas card anymore. Right. Right? Like, end of story. Versus, like, if I'm trying to go to somebody's wedding, for example, let's grab drinks, let's go on a hike, let's do this, let's do that. What, what right, right, because you're money? trying to get the invite to the wedding. You're trying to get the invite to the wedding. Right, right. as soon as someone says they're engaged, you have to start, like... You gotta start calling them. Right. That's, a, that's, a, that's a good one, right there. Well, it leads me into my... Can I do my next one? Let's do it. Okay. Mine is... Um, 
now in COVID, there's so many more topics because of COVID now. Some of the topics don't even aren't even relevant anymore because of COVID. But this is a COVID one. Now that people are getting married, like 20 people in their parents' backyard, do you have to get a gift for your COVID wedding friends? Now, there's if you knew you were going to be invited to the wedding, like you were a really close friend, obviously you get a gift. But there are these people out there where you're like, am I going to be invited to the wedding or not? And you know you're on the fence. And you would only get them a gift if you get invited to the wedding. Right. And they have like a 20-person little gathering in their backyard. Do they disinvite you? Well, let's say invitations haven't gone out yet. I mean, with COVID, there's been so many canceled weddings or pushed back. Or there's... So you're saying you were invited to the wedding, then well, they decide that you're just going to have 20 people in the backyard and you're not on that 20-person list? Right, because it's just like their immediate families. Like, for me in 2020, I was invited to one wedding that ended up being 20 people in the backyard, and there was... One I got to say the date for that ended up being a wedding in the backyard, and one where I feel like I probably would have that got was a wedding in the backyard. But you didn't go to any of No, of course not. It's like 20 people is like your immediate family, their immediate family, and like... Okay, so to clarify, you've been invited and then disinvited. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's one way to look at it. I was invited in 2019 when they were expecting to have a 150 or 200 person... So do you think they looked at you as like a liability? I think they're they like, this like, guy's a yeah. super spreader, like... Right. Yeah, he's not one of our immediate family members. But the topic is, do you get a gift for them in this situation? That's the topic. I think it's more... I think the topic should really be, why did I not get invited <laughs> to the wedding? <laughs> no, you can't assume to be invited to a private 20-person... I was on... So you're saying, do they send out invitations? Like, just kidding about that date. You just cross that off. I mean, people... And if have... you see pictures on Instagram, it's, you could, it's okay to say thank you, congratulations, but you are no longer... I got a lot of emails in 2020 from these three people about weddings being moved, canceled, moved, this, that, like, yeah, they had to contact everybody. So they contacted you? Yeah, I got an email. It wasn't like a surprise, like, I didn't, it wasn't like me personally. What the hell, John and and (laughs) Jess? You got married? You're acting like, like they had the wedding as normal, the only difference is that I wasn't there. The wedding was not the same, it's a pandemic. Because you weren't there, it wasn't the same. So, okay. So if they didn't invite you, I mean, I think if it was a personal reason, they're like, hey, Ev, I just saw Evan in Vegas. I just saw Evan in Pittsburgh, which I still have no idea why you went. I just I just saw Evan in Chicago. Like, I'm following this guy on social media. He's kind of a liability. Uh-huh. He's not coming to the wedding. So let's intentionally have a 20-person wedding right. to, to not have people like that show up at the wedding. Fuck no, don't get him again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, it depends how close you are, you know, and what's on the registry. The move is to always buy the gift immediately on the registry. I don't... So all the options are taken. Because they don't know when they get it. And then when they're, they're like, you got me a panini press? Right. And you say, oh, there's nothing else on the list. Right. But really, it was like $25 at Crate and Barrel or wherever the hell they're shopping. Uh, I don't think that they had registries, these, the ones who I'm referring to. Who had the oh, so now place. you're talking about money. So this brings me to the real truth about how I do weddings. Mm-hmm. What's the divorce rate? Like so a third, high. I think? 50. Okay. I don't know, I'm making that number. Yeah. Up, but it's high. Yeah. So you, you kind of, you hedge the bet a little with, you have a year long to give somebody right. a gift for the wedding. That's the rule. Frankly, how cool would that be if I got married now and eight months later, a panini press? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. that is awesome. Right. When you're getting all the wedding gifts, the last thing you want is like a butter holder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! Right. Oh, and thanks for the eight months later. Right, I get a banana bread kit. Bring it on. Not too bad. Yeah. So you give you, you don't get the gift at the wedding. You kind of you kind of wait, and if they go what? Okay, I'm not going to name names here. All right, but he knows who I'm talking about. If he ever hears the podcast, I one time got I, I forgot to buy him a wedding gift. The wedding happened, and. I just forgot. I don't. I don't really remember what happened. Right. I thought I bought something else to register. I didn't. He texted me. Wow. And asked me, "Did you get me?" He, he gave the white lie question. Right. Uh, Did you get me something for, at the wedding? We're doing thank you cards, and right. I. And I was like, uh, And I went back into my emails. And I'm like, oh my god. Right. And I, I'm like, yeah, I'll be there Tuesday. <laughs> Purchase like nine things. Right. I overspent to right. compensate for right. my mishap. Right, you got a few panini presses. I got uh, multiple panini presses, exactly. Two cutting boards, mm-hmm. except one, right. That's so, yeah. a good topic on its own, is do you ask if someone doesn't get you a wedding gift? Because there is a chance of people like losing things in the middle, you don't want the other person to think, like, oh my god, I never got a thank you card from them. 
So, oh, that's interesting. I mean, I don't know. The thank you cards are as personal as the, everybody makes them. Like, what do you, you keep a thank you card in your I think it's, drawer? I don't keep them, but I think it's... I love the symbolism of it. I send a lot of thank you cards. If on the, the thank you card that... The, th- the handwritten thank you yes, card for uh-huh. things that don't deserve a handwritten thank you card are legendary moves. Uh-huh. A thank you card from a wedding, though? It's like... No, I think... Can, I, and, and then they specify, too, what you got to let... So they know that... You know that they are, like... You know, they, they receive your gift. And right, like, yeah. And it's like... They're, I know they're going down an Excel list. They're going, cold yeah. panini. Uh-huh. They're like, come on, let's like. try and do 15 today. Come on, we can Right, yeah. right. And, and it's all, and they probably just have this blank template that they created. I don't uh-huh. know, we're obviously both not married. Probably have a blank template that they typed out. Well, that's what's so, so great about thank you cards is when you do get a heartfelt one, it's really special, I think. That's why I think the greatest thing is the, un- the uh, unwarranted thank you card. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just write them and just drop them off at my neighbor's house. Uh-huh. And they think I'm really creepy. Right, right. right. Who's that guy with all the handwritten notes? So I have a question for you. Yeah. So my buddy came over the other day, and he's a lawyer, right? And he's been in law for like 12, 13 years, went to Berkeley, law school, the whole bit. So anyway, so my buddy's a lawyer, working in law for a while, and I've only spoken to him on the phone before I actually hung out with him for the first time. So we go to grab coffee, and he shows up, and he's got, and he's, he's a prominent lawyer. He's got sleeves of tattoos. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Literally, like, his neck isn't tatted, but, like, I mean, down to his watch. Can you have tattoos in the professional world? And, and if so, are they as trustworthy people? That is a, an amazing topic. I, I worked at a corporate real estate firm and very buttoned up. You had most people wearing suits. You had to have, like, white or blue button-down shirts. Everyone was very professional. And one guy who actually killed it had... Sleeves. You could see sometimes in the meetings, you know, sleeves down to his his wrists, and it always like struck me like this guy is definitely not like the other people working here. Right. Right. And then it's like, is it good or bad? You don't really know. And then I was just obsessed with trying to find out these little tidbits of information about this guy because we were merging with this other company. He was from the other company, so like they all know all the politics, and you have all your politics in your office. So it was super interesting. And then I found out that he was, like, insanely good bass player and went to, like, Berkeley College of Music and was, like, in a band. Like, music was, like, his Maybe thing. Maybe it's these Berkeley guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Berkeley on the East Coast of the music school. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I and I then I found out that I he was... Then I found out he was sober. And then I was just, like, so interested in what... How this guy went from, like, a music, probably partying... You could go to Berkeley for playing bass? Berkeley School of Music. For bass? Yeah, I mean, that's a... Really like prominent four instrument. Strings. <laughs> so what? Who are you to decide what? <laughs> you have to go to like a B level. Yeah, music it's like, school. It's like yeah. all right. I mean, you're right. not a piano player. Right. There's not 188 keys. Right. The Delaware level. School of Music is just flutes, bass, <laughs> accordions. Right, right. Accordions. Yeah. The 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 second tier. I think bass is a. First off, let's just pause. You called the University of Delaware a second tier school. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a that's compliment. That's a upgrade. Yeah. Quick shout out to the new president, Joe Biden. That's right. Did he go there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he, from Delaware. But if I were to have yeah. gone there, he did speak at, at that commencement speech. Yeah. Cole went to the University of Delaware. And until I met Cole, I honestly, honest to God, did not know Delaware had a university. It, it's all Delaware. Actually. I didn't know there was a university of Delaware. And no taxes. So the Google's headquarters is on like the skid row of Delaware. Uh-huh. But anyway. So the sleeves, I don't know if you can have sleeves in the corporate setting because I think it invites just way too much curiosity. And it's just such a left turn for whatever your life was before. These were like such like uh, straight what edge it, guys. So you think that like if you're wearing a suit, you need to be straight edge. Straight edge. For your whole life, yeah. For, for you can't have that period. You can't be bass, playing bass when you go drinking. home. No. 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 I think at that point, <laughs> you've ruled out a corporate. But he kills it. I'm telling you, he works super hard. He's in the office like 6 a.m. He's overcompensating that for his I think he's tattoos. just the type of guy who just goes 100% into anything. And when he was in high school, he was 100% into the music. And then he was in college, he was 100% into the partying. And then now he's just 100% into real estate. And he kills it. Interesting. Like Jim at five. You know those guys. Just the nuts guys. So do you trust him? No. 
Is that re- is that correlate to your relationship with him? I wouldn't say I have a relationship with him. I don't think I've said two words to him outside of they have this like mixer. Because you're to you're be, intimidated by his company, and I was just trying to ask him like as the most personal questions I could as as you could the first time meeting someone. What's the deal with the tattoos? Right, right. That's basically what I wanted I to say. That, but I had to be like, where are you from? Like, how did you get into real estate? So like, okay. I think that it depends on the tattoo placement. I have tattoos. Right? You can have tattoos in corporate America, but they can't be sleeves. You have like something on your butt or like on your chest, whatever, then that's no one's gonna see that. But if you have sleeves, like that's a different level of tattoos. Right. I think it also depends on what <clears throat> are the tattoos. Cause if they said like you know, if it was like a landscape, you're like, all right, cool, right? So half done on your Right. Yeah. It's like you kinda wanna learn more about that story, what does it mean to you? But if it said like you know, fuck God in your <laughs> sleep. Like, all this, I don't know. If, right. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, a, a tattoo in the corporate senate setting should never be seen because the only thing that should be seen in the corporate setting are your hands and your face, and that's it. And if you have a tattoo there or your neck, then it's then you can't work in corporate America. And okay. sleeves is in that okay. category because they're seen. Could you imagine getting sleeves down, like, halfway down your arm? Just right. so you could, like, exactly. have yeah, a job that's, one that's day. a common thing, yeah. Yeah? Right. But then you always have to wear long sleeves. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And in Southern California, corporate, I mean... Mm, I, there was never someone wearing someone wearing short. I always used to say when I had my corporate job that we were friends if I had seen your elbows. That is the weirdest <laughs> saying I've ever heard in my entire that life. That office can be split into two groups. The people whose elbows I've seen and I have it, and the ones I've seen are my friends because we hung that out outside That can be replaced. That's very sexual. It's very weird. Yeah, that's going to get us in trouble, huh? I'm so worried about getting a big troll for the podcast. For seeing people sell No, for saying something that's just like you get, not that you could get canceled when you're anonymous, but to be like, that's the guy with the elbows, whatever. <laughs> guy who's saying extremely vulgar stuff. Right. I've seen your elbows. Yeah, I saw his elbows last week. So what else you got? Okay, next topic. This is, I was telling someone the concept for the podcast and we were going over some topics, blah, blah, blah. And then I was telling him that the next day I was going to have uh, brunch with a friend. So the next day he texts me a topic because we were talking about it the night before. He's like, I got a great topic, blah, blah, blah. So we start chatting over text, and then he's like, oh, how was brunch, by the way? I go, I'm on my way now. And he's like, it's 1.30. I'm like, I know, like, I made plans with my buddy. He called it for 2.30. And he's like, I thought it was brunch. And I was like, yeah, me too. And he texts back, topic. <laughs> I was like, this is a perfect topic. All right, all right. Can you have brunch at three in the afternoon? Which lends itself to basically like, can you have, is a meal determined by the time or the type of food? Ooh, so, well, well, that's a great question. So, you know, when I was younger, it was a big thing to have like breakfast for dinner. Like we kind of got excited. This is a great example, breakfast for dinner. Is that breakfast? But but you say, no, 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 that's, that's okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say it's dinner, Mm -hmm. but you clearly state you're saying I'm having breakfast for dinner. Right. It's like a, it's a saying, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't know how you grew up, but it's a saying. Right. Breakfast for dinner. Right. So it's like, I'm having brunch for an evening dinner. It just sounds weird. I, so I, I think it's determined by the type of food you have mixed with the time. I which think is it, literally how they got the word brunch. Because it's a mixture of breakfast and lunch. But those don't have to do with the time. I think 100%. The meals have to do with the time, right? I mean, okay, so you're out all night, and now it's 4 a.m. And yeah. you decide to cook some eggs. That is a or diff- you decide to make a turkey sandwich. Are you having lunch? Are you having breakfast? Or are you having a late night That's snack? late night. That's a different category altogether. Okay, what if you're out till 6 a.m. you're really letting your hair down? <laughs> and then you go into like a diner for like scrambled eggs? No, 6 a.m. scrambled eggs, that yeah. makes sense. No, I'm saying like, and you cook a cheeseburger. Or you have a steak. Mm-hmm. You eating dinner? No, you're eating... I would con- still consider that a late night I snack. I would too. If you haven't slept yet, it's still a late night snack. Okay, so 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 sleep is is yeah. the real determination. The first meal after you slept overnight is breakfast. So you could have so so say you work the graveyard shift, right? So now you work all day, and you get off. And now, okay, you work from seven to seven. Let's just say you get off, and now it's eight o'clock. Clearly dinner time. But to you, like this is uh, you go you you know you grab a quick snack, you go to sleep, you wake up. Well, seven to seven is not the graveyard. It's seven p.m. to yeah 7 yeah. You wake up now at 7 a.m. Right. You, you know, you have your... 
my my cousin used to work the night shift at a at the hospital at St. John's, and she would work I think seven to seven. And used to I used to call her at like you know eight a.m. nine nine a.m. and she's like I'm just getting home from work. I'm gonna like make dinner and like try and get a workout. And I'm I'm going to sleep. You know. Right, right. And so then she would wake up at Cheryl Alarm went off at 5 p.m. Yeah, right. she would make coffee and eggs. Makes and coffee and eggs. Yeah. Is uh-huh. that breakfast or is that, or is that dinner? It's so interesting because her lifestyle was completely backwards. Yeah, and when she couldn't hang out with her friends, it was a mess. She did it for like nine months. That's a different, that's a caveat, though, if you work at graveyard shifts. Then, so, so if, okay, now it's the weekend, now it's your day off. Then she would get fucked up because people want to be like, hey, let's get right. breakfast. So let's she get goes, breakfast. Like, it's night. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I only eat breakfast at 8 p.m. I'm sorry. Right. I think that, I think it's based on the time of day. Even, even for her, when she woke up at 5 p.m. and was like making coffee and toast and stuff, I think she was eating dinner. Cause that's so what's the, what's the, what's the breaking point? Because you were grabbing at 2.30. Yeah. So brunch at some point. I got it. I got it. This is it. Brunch is defined by when the restaurant tells you when they're done serving something. So the restaurant tells you breakfast is served until 11 a.m. Brunch is served from 7 Uh a.m. till 1 p.m. But in New York, there's like this culture of brunch, which we don't really have in L.A. so much. Right. Where you go and like drink champagne. and this mimosa, Exactly. So like they do that sometimes at like four in the afternoon. But that's just eating eggs and drinking champagne at four. (laughs) Don't call that brunch. So what do you call it? You're just gonna get fucked up and eat eggs in the afternoon. I don't. I don't really get. But you can't thing. say that without sounding so weird. Hey, what are you doing today? Yeah. I'm drinking champagne and yeah. eating eggs. Well, no. But if you go, I'm getting brunch. Right, right. Also, it's like a social standard. Right. And I don't like the brunch thing. I was just spent two months in New York, and they just love it so much. And I think if you call someone in LA, it's like it was like, hey, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. Do you want to go drink champagne and eat eggs? You'd be like, no. Right. Right. You can't say it. Although yeah. Barney's Beatery does have this thing on their menu. <laughs> champagne for breakfast. Champagne and a hot dog. Disgusting. Disgusting. Disgusting, yeah. Ordered it twice. Okay. Well, speaking about time frames when you go to bed and wake up. The other night... So I, I go to bed early, right? I go to bed really early. I wake up super early. I go surfing in the morning. And I'm obviously up before... And that's why I love it. I'm up before anybody else is, is awake. Except for other people that are surfing or doing whatever at like 4.30 in the morning. So, which leaves me to go to bed pretty early and so on and so forth, day in, day out. Now, I got a text the other night at... Or I got a phone call the other night at 11 p.m. Now, I'm well asleep at 11. Mm-hmm. I called them back at 4.45. <laughs> Is that messed up? That's so funny. So I, if you go to bed at 9, wake up at 5, <laughs> and someone calls you at 10 p.m., are you allowed to call them back at 5 a.m.? I mean, this, the reason this is a perfect topic is because it totally depends on your perspective and which side you're on. Did you really do this? Of course. Did they answer? No, they didn't. And then they got mad at me for waking up. I said, something. I said, one, <laughs> why don't you put your phone on silent? Uh-huh. Two, and, then they, and their excuse was just, at, they, I was always supposed to hit the do not disturb. I sleep with do not disturb on, do you? No. Oh, really? I don't even... My phone doesn't even vibrate when somebody texts me. But that's like that's a whole different thing. I've read receipts on I just don't answer anymore. Uh, I've, I've noticed that. Yeah, I yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> I like being present. Uh-huh. So, I don't have vibrate. I don't... I, don't I like that, time. actually. So, you don't, you're not notified when you get a text message? No, no. Or a call? No. Wow, okay. And now COVID's totally screwed that up. So, now I'm missing calls from like my boss... Yeah. I, would, I would imagine you're missing calls from everybody <laughs> if you don't have a vibrate on there. No, but it's, you know, it's, it's, there's all these tricks, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, the iOS or whatever, like you could read like the entire text message without it sending back a red receipt. So the only thing, and this is, and I'm, I feel bad for even saying this out loud because now you're going to do it to me. I have extreme curiosity. So I want to know when you text me mm-hmm. what you said mm-hmm. immediately when I see it. I don't like but the I don't read want... receipts. I have, I have, I have to put them. on. You use them. I use them because for me, I know I don't respond to people. Yeah. So therefore, interesting. it lets me, forces me to respond back to you. That's true. So I get to read your, the only thing I can't do is if you send a, a picture or a video and my curiosity, I need to now. But you can it. read the text? 
Yeah, you can read the text. See, I when I text you, I know you have read receipts, but I assume that you can read everything I sent you because I know that like teenage girls can figure out how to read text <laughs> messages without getting the read receipts to trigger. Like I wouldn't know how to do that, but I know that they right. figured it out. So you're calling me a teenage girl? Said I'm assuming that it's possible. Right. I did not know the thing about the photos though. Right. So it comes up as one image. No, uh, no. Oh, interesting. now I need to know what this All right, is. So from now on, when I text you, I'm just gonna send you a picture and then write whatever I have to say. <laughs> right. Okay. Cool. That don't please. I'm happy we're having this conversation. Will, then I'm gonna send a red receipt and I'm like, ah, shit. Uh -huh. then, no, the, the, you know what's really going to happen? Then you're going to be super insulted because I'm going to actually be busy, but my curiosity is going to spike. I'm going to see that, and then you're going to get a red receipt, and I'm just not going <laughs> to respond. Well, that's the thing about the read receipts, and the reason I don't like using them is because if you do read it and not respond, then you're forced to respond at that point. That's why I have them yeah. on. And that's also why I don't answer any of those things. That's yeah. Nice. I can't, I can't imagine, like, all your coworkers in, like, a boardroom, and they're like, someone get a hold of Cole real quick, and you're just, like, sitting on the couch doing nothing, and they're calling you, like, six times. Right. Yeah, yeah it makes no well, sense. Well, and the, the worst part, too, is so my, it links to my watch. Right? Oh, and, the, and does that get buzzed? Like, no, it doesn't buzz. I turn that off. I, that's annoying. But can you read text on your phone? You can read text oh, on so your reading them? No, so, I mean, most of the time, it's too long for my watch. So. Oh, so I just sent a long message, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Five returns, a picture. But you could get... What you up, dude? <laughs> You could kind of get the gist. Well, I mean, this just brings... That's my biggest problem with the iOS. You should be able to mark unread a text message. Just like you could do an email. That's so you can me, go back to it later? Yeah, that's the uh -huh. whole thing. Because I'm busy when I get... When other people are not, and they text me, and like I'm moving, I'm shaking, I'm doing whatever, and I want to respond to you, but not right now. But I need to know what you said. Because I'm like, you know... I'm just curious. Yeah. So do you think you get more anxiety with this, like, oh my god, I can't read without the blah blah, or not in the beginning it was very, it was a lot it was a lot of stress. Uh -huh. and now uh -huh. I'm like, oh, fifty five text messages, and then I go all the way down. I'm like, oh, I haven't answered this person in two months. Uh huh. You know, and I'm yeah. like, I gotta clear that out. Uh -huh. yeah, like, so they're more like emails. Right. Uh -huh. Right. And I think it may be better that way. Mark, I wish you. But I think the phones you should be notified because that could be an emergency. You need to get a hold of me. You know where to find me. I don't know. <laughs> House phone? Just kidding. But seriously, so if did, can I call someone? I think that to sum up this topic, the onus is on the person to, to, to sleep and do not disturb. If you get disturbed when you're sleeping, I think that's your fault. Because I use do not disturb. I think right. it's hysterical that you called him back at 4.45. Call him back. He said, if that's he's going to call me yeah. at 11 p.m., I'm calling them at 5. Because they know I am asleep. They right. should know. Right. If yeah. they don't know, now they know. All right. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Do you shop online a lot but hate returns? With the holidays around the corner, there will be a lot of returns in your future. ReturnMates is a new service that will pick up a package right from your doorstep, box it, tape it, and take it to the post office for you. You don't need to do a thing. Don't let that purchase sit around. ReturnMates it. Use the code JUDGE for a free month and to let the Return Mates guys know we sent you. Happy holidays and happy shopping. Do you like outdoor activities but you don't have any clothes? Saltwater Peak is an outdoor clothing brand with styles to fit any adventure. All Saltwater Peak clothing is manufactured in downtown Los Angeles and the company happens to be run by two very handsome men. Go outside in Saltwater Peak. Use code SWP15 for 15% off your first order at saltwater-peak.com or check out their Instagram at saltwater underscore peak. And now, back to the show. Welcome back, and thanks to our sponsor, Saltwater Peak, for helping us pay the bills. What an incredible brand. Incredible brand. Absolutely. Though, you know, good brand. <laughs> good guys. There's always room for improvement. Uh, okay. I think I'm up here. My my next topic is how much clothing do you have to wear to pick up your food from the food delivery person? Can oh, you go wow. out shirtless and get your Uber Eats? Can you go out you know shoeless, sockless? Can you go out question. in your underwear? Okay, so those that know me know I never wear a shirt when I'm inside my house. I work all day. I don't wear a shirt. I got the, 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 the old button down yeah. for the video calls. Yeah. <laughs> so when I order food, I'm never in a shirt. And I, and I think about it sometimes. I, I do think about it. There's been times that food has come way quicker than I thought. And I've gotten out of the shower, hear the door knock, and throw the towel on, run to the door, I'm wet, and whatever. 
Is it inappropriate? Probably. How many? How much clothes should you wear? I. You've gone out in a towel. Gone out. You're acting okay. You've gone to the doorway in a towel. Absolutely. That's not a preferable option. (laughs) I don't go hold on one minute, take my pants off, and throw a towel on to answer the door. But but if you're coming out of the shower, if you're coming out of the shower, the food's there. Is that on you? Picking up your delivery is like the first scene of a porno. Did it know right. you were coming? I would 100% put pants on. So you let them I would, sit I would outside? not pick up food in a towel at my doorway under any circumstance. Do you tip in cash? No. No. Right? Yeah. I don't have cash. That's a whole other topic. We right. could do a whole thing yeah, on that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. But, totally agree. So uh, I think that you are... We're on, we're on very different pages with this one. I mean, you can't do it in your underwear. Towel, I think, is just as bad. Could you do it in your underwear? Pull that off? What would happen if you ordered like a sandwich from Bay Cities and you you could get in trouble for that maybe? That's a greater question. Yeah. Can you get in trouble for if you open the door? door If you open the door naked, I would think you would get in trouble. It's your home. Yeah, but still, you open the door. What what are you you arrested for? Like public indecent exposure, maybe? Ask you whose door answer? I don't know. If you're inside your home. You're inside your own. What are you doing at my door? You called them there with food. <laughs> you could be like luring people to do indecent exposures from your own home. He said, that's a great topic right, right. there. <laughs> Can you get arrested for public nudity in your, own home. in your own home? If you haven't been contacted by the police for your talent <laughs> exposures, then I don't think that anyone can get away Some, with Okay, so sometimes here, I don't have the blinds always closed in the front. Mm-hmm. And from the bathroom <laughs> to my bedroom... I'm right on street level, right? Uh-huh. And it's a busy street. People are walking by. People are driving by. And so sometimes, especially when my, my roommate's not home, I will just walk naked. I will just, you know, oh, I forgot my underwear in my bedroom. And I will walk through the house. And maybe sometimes I want to grab my water bottle. It's in the living room. Now I'm walking around the house just naked. With the windows open. No, with the, well, the blinds happen to be up. <laughs> yes. It's not like I'm like, the blinds are up. Right, right. I'm going naked. Uh-huh. So, people could see me in my birthday suit, sure. Am I going to order food and answer the door like that? Absolutely not. That's just weird and disrespectful. I think people who are delivering food would prefer you take the minute to just put a shirt on or something. So, I mean, I, I've never delivered food. Yeah, but I feel like the inconvenience of the time... They're quick, man. They want to be in and out, in and out. They already got their tip. They already got their tip. Now with COVID, you have the option of leaving it on your doorstep, which is the best. I think that, that is every time the I... worst. Why? I am so skeptical that they. Okay, so the truth is, I ordered something that's very personal to me, and at one time, not food wise, but from Amazon, and at one time got delivered to my neighbor's house, mm-hmm. and I panicked. Mm-hmm. I got the notification that was delivered. I opened up the door and didn't see it. I said, "What's going on here?" Then I got a picture from Am- you know how they take like a photo of them when they deliver it. And I saw it was at my neighbor's house. So I ran outside. I had my clothes on. And the box isn't there. So now i got to knock on the door. Hope they didn't open up the thing and ask for my box back. Mm-hmm. Didn't bring my wallet to identify myself. But then again, you know, I don't know. Who, who knows? Cole got a package delivered. Right. And I now have a fear that someone is going to be delivering food to the wrong address. So and then they're going to just start eating my fresh corn grill. <laughs> I mean, how cool would that be? You're just gonna knock on the door and fresh corn grill is in front, and you're like, uh, "Would you take it? Would you start knocking on neighbors' yeah. houses?" I I one time had a someone I was dating send a gift uh, through the mail, and it didn't arrive. And I'm like, "Well, what address was it?" And she's like, "Sends this address." And I'm like, "That's not my apartment. Like, where did you get that address?" And she's like, "Well, we Ubered from there, and that's what Uber has. It was one building over." And it was Super Bowl Sunday, and it was like an hour before the game was supposed to start. So I was like, oh. so I go to the building next door, and like someone lets me in. I go up to the, the same unit I have, which is I was assuming where it was, and I like knock on the door, and this guy answers the door, and it's all set up for a Super Bowl party. It's like food <laughs> ships. I was like, hey, come on in, and like I would have never wanted to go in, but I was like, I knew I could conduct this business from the door. But when he said come on in, I just like walked in, you know, pre-COVID. This is pre. This is years ago, yeah. So, then like this other guy comes out. He obviously assumed I was friends with him, and was like, 
who is this guy in our <laughs> apartment? Great chips and guac, guys. Right. And all this food out. <laughs> but we were in this awkward situation. I was like, hi, like, um, I believe you may have a package of mine. And he asked to see my ID. He did? Yeah. And you were in your response was that how many Evans are <laughs> yeah. knocking on apartment right. six? This, right. this was all part of an elaborate scheme to, you know, <laughs> crash your Super Bowl party. Right. Yeah. So I gave him my ID and he, he gave me the package. So if you got food delivered to your house, okay, no, no, no. You're you're sitting in your living room, knock on the door, food's there, but by the time you get to the the, the guy got in his car, you already drove away the delivery guy. There's no you don't, you don't know your neighbors, and he obviously delivered it to the wrong place. Mm-hmm. What do you do with the food? That's a great question. Could you imagine if you're hungry? I mean, right now I'm hungry. If someone came with fresh corn grill, <laughs> right. you're going to eat it, right? Yeah. But what's your alternative? Like hunting down where they are. How? You're going to go door to door knock? Yeah, because it would have obviously your address on it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You could maybe contact Are hey, you that. Susan? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bulgogi's getting cold. Are right. you going like, to come looking for it? Right. You could contact the app, but that would be a nightmare. Right, so now oh, right. now this is turning into a burden. Right. First it was a gift. Right. Now it's a burden. Meanwhile, that pizza's getting cold. Right. 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 That person will contact the app and be like, it never showed up, but they'll right. send you another pizza. And... Right. So, so right. Kind of, kind of and that was the conclusion to how much clothing do you have to wear to get your Postmates food? I think if you're ordering food, you can be yourself. <laughs> so back to another COVID one. Um, when is the appropriate time to remove your mask when you leave the store? Do you wait till you get in the car? Do you wait till you get outside? I mean, we also live in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah, this depends so much on where you are in in LA. Let's say in LA, I think that <clears throat> I think if you're outside and it's not crowded, I don't think it's irresponsible to not wear a mask. I spent the last two months in New York where it's very crowded and everybody had a mask on outside all, at all times, which I think is the right thing to do. But in LA, especially in the suburbs, LA there's just so many strip malls and it's very sparsely populated. You're running in and out. You grab it, you grab the one thing you're heading out. I think I take it off pretty much immediately. Pretty immediately, right? Yeah. I think it also depends. The only time I mask up to my car is when both my hands are full. That's you know what I hate is when you go in for like an iced coffee and you want coffee so bad and then oh you can't, you can't drink it right you have the mask on and you have to wait until you're in a place where it's okay to take the mask off. That's you, first you, you, don't the, you don't do the sit. The I've sneak definitely sit. done that. I've drank a whole smoothie through the mask. What did you get? Brain freeze? Yeah. <laughs> Pounded it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the straws and masks are a terrible combination. But, it, okay, so if you walk out and there's a line of people mm-hmm. and you have to pass the people. Yeah, then I so think this the, happened to me at the Ace mask Harbor. has to stay on. There's yeah. a line uh-huh. and then I had to pass the line of people. Yeah. And I, and I immediately popped the mask off the second I walked outside. Uh-huh. And then I got people looking at me like I had six heads. Like, what are you doing? Like, they're all masked up six feet apart, whatever. And I had to walk past all of them. And then I was like, dude, I put the mask back on. Now it's like... Because you hold the mask because you, know, mm-hmm. you can take it down in a second. Right. This, there's so many um, topics for COVID, but have you ever told someone to put a mask on? No. no, no. Have you been told to? Of course. But that's because I was running. I, see, I don't wear the mask running. And I... I, I get yelled at. By another runner? Yeah. But I, 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 you know what I do? I keep a gator. That's what I try. Hand. If I pass someone, I'll try and... No, no, no. Pass them. I, this is the speed I'm going? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yeah, no, but you can't really run long distances with a mask on. No, I, I thought it was like good training to just inhale carbon dioxide while you're while you're working out. I got lightheaded and passed out. Yeah, but I don't think I would never tell someone to put it on. I've seen people get in New York. I saw people get called out. New York people are very like uh, but in they're face and right <laughs> because they'll they'll stand up for what's going on. So no, my this is a this is a bigger one. I'm actually not going to do my last topic, so I'm going to say this one instead. Is it, this is, I'm obviously dropping two now. Um, okay. You see an accident happen. Somebody falls, somebody whatever. And you see from a distance. Let's say, I don't, I don't know what the thing is. You're 20 yards up away. But you see it. 
and you see that there's 50 other people in the street. So mm-hmm. this could be somebody removes their mask in a more crowded area. And are you the person to help them call the police, or do you assume somebody else is going to help them call the police? That's a great topic. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, you saw an accident? No, I was driving to, to a buddy's house, and I'm on uh, Washington. It's packed. It's like sunset at like on a Saturday, and it's just a lot of traffic heading into Venice. And I see, and I stopped at this light, and it's cars, 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 both both sides. And to my right, I see this little boy, maybe four years old, crying and running on this busy street alone. Wow. So. My gut initially was somebody else who helped me. Uh, the light changes. I, I move up like five cars. Light turns red again. Kid's still like running and crying. So I roll down my window and I listen. And he's going screaming, where are my parents? And now I'm like, someone's obviously going to help. Obviously, this kid's screaming and crying down the street. But then like you're trying to do good deeds, trying to do this new leaf thing, like... So call a buddy of mine who's a father, because keep in mind, it's a four-year-old boy. And I call him, he doesn't answer. Call my mom, she doesn't answer. So I'm like, ah, whatever. Your mom's in New Jersey. <laughs> well, I, but I need advice from, 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 a, right? from a parent. <laughs> yeah. I need advice from a parent, you know? Uh-huh. So I, I, I bang her right, and I'm like, you know what? Screw it. If, if I go down for ped- for being a pedophile, at least I'm trying to help the kid. Right, right? Uh-huh. Which is probably what all pedophiles actually say. <laughs> so uh-huh. so I, I, I pull over my car. A likely story. Put my mask on. Of course, I leave my phone in my car. Because I don't answer anyone anyway. <laughs> I find a parking spot, which was already a wild part of the story that I found a parking spot so quick. Turn the car off and I went up to a little boy. And everything that came out of my mouth can be interpreted as extremely creepy. Hey, buddy, where are your parents? Right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's the, that's the beginning of every uh, every one of those late night... Right. What's that, what's that guy's name? Dayline. Dayline. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy, where are your parents? Right. Come on in and get candy. Right. So like, every time I said something, it sounds creepy. But I just kept... I, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to follow this kid and point to every house and say, is this your house? Is this your house? Is this your house? And he's cr- still crying. So don't worry about it, buddy. Like, we'll, 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 find, we'll find your parents soon. Every house. I mean, I, I don't know. The kid, he's four years old. He doesn't know where he lives. He's yeah. walking on Washington. Right. Finally, like 10 minutes later, we find this, we see this guy on the street with his hands on his head, freaking out. Mm-hmm. And, I'm like, and he goes, Daddy. I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, I saw your son walking on whatever. Like, I, I don't, and I clarify, I don't want to be creepy, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> I had my mask on the whole bit. Uh-huh. Oh, this and was just recently. This was recent, yeah. Uh-huh. And I got back in the car and I was like, you know how many people drove by that guy and, didn't, and kid and didn't do anything? Right. You know how many times I've drawn, driven by kids and right. haven't done anything? That's wild. So what would you, are you the kind of person that goes out of your way? It's, it, it's a burden, right? Yeah. I need to be in my, my buddy's house or we were late for the dinner reservation, the whole bit. I think that in most instances you see that thing and you don't react, but we should try and react as much as we can because you'll have those hero stories. I saved someone's life one time. I don't know if this is topics or, or us telling Confession. superhero stories about ourselves saving kids or whatever, but I was at the beach one time and this guy was like flailing like way out. It was like November and it was cold <clears throat> and there was like 15 people on the beach probably like and 10 of which were this like high school group of friends who were like kind of rowdy and like drinking and I assumed it was one of their friends just being an idiot. Right. And so I was just sitting on the beach and uh, one of the high school kids swims out and comes back without him and I was like what what's going on like why did you not bring him in so I go over there and I was like what's why didn't you bring the guy in he's like oh we don't know him and, I was, and then we all started freaking out and I used to be a scuba diving instructor so I like know how to rescue people in the ocean and I was like oh my god this is totally like my my turn to, to go <laughs> right and yeah. I had to like I just remember like taking the sweatshop it was like cold and so I towed this guy back in what yeah did you, did you okay do you give him CPR no, he was breathing. He was wearing mirrored sunglasses and a Red Sox shirt. I was trying to talk to him. No, you don't help anybody yeah. in a Red Sox shirt. And he wasn't responding to my questions. And I thought, like, maybe he was drunk, right? I understand. We brought him back to the beach. And he wasn't, like, grateful at all or wasn't, like, saying any much of anything. And he kind of just walked off. And then when we were leaving the beach, like, an hour later, we saw him with his mom. And he was, like, probably, like, 25 or 30. And she said that he had, like, special needs or whatever. Wow. Yeah, like, autistic maybe or whatever it was. 
So, and he was just like flailing way out in the water, and their parents had lost track of him. So now you're eating lunch, or brunch, if you will. Mm-hmm. And this happens 25 yards away, and you see 50 people on the street. You go help them, they fall over, whatever the case is. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like most times I don't, but I guess our stories would say that one person will do it. So you bet the odds. Yeah, someone well, someone will do it. The right person will do it. And it seems like we've both been in situations where we've been that person. But most of the time, you're not that most person. Most of the time, not. Yeah. Right. I assume somebody else. Which, there's like a, there's a murder thing that, and I forgot what it was called. And it's, this is a psychological, like, thing. Because this woman in Queens was murdered. And 50 people say they saw it happen. Wow. And they, they saw everything. And assumed somebody else would do it. And then she, she died. Wow. How wild is that? Yeah, terrible. Can you imagine being a doctor on an airplane when they call out? What if you're like a dermatologist or something? You go, yeah. yeah. I mean, I do psychology. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but when they're not on an airplane, they're like, that's Dr. Deacons. I went to medical school. Like, well, well. Right, right. right. And right. then you're on the airplane. And they're like, does anyone have a doctor? <laughs> you're like, how are you today? Right. It was dental school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he lose a tooth? Like, I can't really help him. So, what's your last one? I think I'm good. Hit me with one more. The last one I had was, this is a pre-COVID one. Um, How long do you have to say hi to the guy who signed you up at the gym? Because pre-COVID, when you wanted to join a gym, you have to go to a couple and meet the salesman, go into his office, and he's like, we have towels, and there's this, and there's that, you're going to love this, and then... You got to go back and like give them your license and like <clears throat> take a picture and then you show up on the first time. He's like, hey, great to see you. And then you're right. like, hey, Mike, thanks so much for helping. Right. And then right. like four or five months go by and you see the guy and you're just like, eh. so what I, what I do, I, what I do when I go to the gym, I, I put, I always have my headphones in before I go to the gym. We should say when was the last time any of us were in the gym? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. For sure. Crazy. But although my gym apparently is open, you can work out on the rooftop. <laughs> anyway. So, so you, you, I put my headphones in and I play music. And therefore, I feel okay that if somebody says hi to me, mm-hmm. this whole podcast is just exposed that I'm an asshole. Right. That's the point. Yeah. Right. Right. But I just blow off everyone. And you hope to do that enough times that people will stop saying hi to you. Because for, for me, I go to the gym. This is not social hour for me. I used to be like that. Now I go to a different gym, and it's not social hour. So you don't say hi at all? No, but if he says hi to me, I, of course I'm going to say hi back. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you, you just keep walking. Back to, my, <laughs> back to my buddy the other night, that just kept walking. So that was amazing. Right. I wish I could do that to people. I, I guess I do, but with music blasting, so it gives me a theme song to being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Right. All these topics really are like, can you just be an asshole, or do you have to be nice? Just. Yeah. I got, yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm nice when it comes to anything but putting on a shirt. And then I'm an asshole. All right, how do we wrap these podcasts up? I like, you know, the the, kind of the banter, but I'm also going to say, we'll see you next week, <laughs> or something like that, even though like we may record this five years later or something. Again. Uh, all right, so we'll see you either in a week or five years. In a week or five years. Yeah. Thanks for our trustworthy followers. What's a cut? <laughs>